This interview is one for the books and one anyone in real estate should listen to. Gary chops it up and provides tips and tactics for real estate agents, talking about the angle of saving clients time, practicing what you preach, and setting expectations with your appearance. This is the Gary V Audio Experience. Cause we're gonna be So we got Gary Vaynerchuk on the Agents of Compass podcast, just to give um, our listeners context, holding Agent 2021, an event for real estate agents, has spoken numerous times at Inman events. Your wife, or not, sorry, not your wife, your sister Liz is an agent herself. So you definitely have context into our realm. Um, and we look forward to what you can provide our agents here. When we met at the ESPYs pre-party um, this summer, I said, hey, I left ESPN. I'm over at Compass now. Are you familiar? And you said, yes. What is your understanding with Compass? Because a lot of clients out there, we're a new brokerage. People don't know yet. Um, you know, what, what I know is that um, it's, it's obviously a, a technology design kind of like platform. I, I know that um, it's innovating. I know it's hiring all my, <laughs> all my friends and, and, uh, and marketing executives um, uh, in the industry. Um, but overall, um, what I, the way I think about it is super well-funded real estate tech platform that, um, is disrupting the industry pretty exact, uh, ex extensively. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. So now I'm trying to provide value for our agents because I work yep. so closely with them. I see a lot of times what they're pushing through in marketing and, um, what their kind of strategies are. All I hear is to this day, every agent, it's the, let me provide you a free home evaluation or let me help you find your dream home. Those are the cliche taglines that I hear time and time again from these agents. What, like anyone can provide that. What is it beyond that, that they should be preaching or should be promoting? You know, I think service, right? Like instead of altruism, just get to reality. Like if somebody, like I, I think they should be selling, you know, saving people time, you know? So saying, like, hey, me, let me save you time in this home buying purchase instead of the whole, let me find your dream home, which we're all so aware of. 100%. I mean, the amount of people who actually just care about saving time is, uh, is stunning. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Like, like, I don't think people realize how much time is the thing that people most care about. And so like, if you heard from somebody like they would pick somebody who saves them time on something as big of a purchase as, as a home, that would surprise a lot of people. But I bet is the reality of 20 to 40% of the buyers in the marketplace. That's a, obviously a, a rough guess, but I just know that there are a lot more people that are willing to make even a million dollar transaction predicated on time savings versus like, you know, an extra five feet on the backyard or like brand new, like faucets. Right. Right. No, I agree with you. Um, another and, and where I'm leaning it, where I'm leaning into is the practicality, you know, mm -hmm. for sure. Um, another topic that I run across is, you know, people listen to you. I didn't realize how many people listen to you in the uh, real estate world. I came from, you know, sports and media and I thought people knew, and then I jumped into real estate. And I was surprised, Gary. So good on you. <laughs> but um, I appreciate that. But um, 
people are trying to up their social game and their uh, marketing game, but the hard part is it's not like a product or a physical thing they're selling. It's them as the person. And a lot of times people are saying they can't do it or they don't have the time. Is it possible? And how can you outsource your social when you're the personal brand? It's impossible. Granted, you have a team that creates for you, but you're still posting at the end of the day. Is that kind of like the farthest you can get from it? Yes, that's right. And let's not forget because people are always like, Gary, you have a team. I produced enormous amounts of content every day for eight and a half years before I hired one person. And VaynerMedia doesn't have any, well, you still have that division, but you have people following them around constantly. That's right. So I think, look, here's what I would say. You can't outsource somebody eating healthy and, do, and working out for you if you want to be in better shape. Like people are like, how do I outsource my personal brand? You don't. It's your personal brand. Mm-hmm. And that's what happens is agents are coming back saying, hey, like we hired an agency to run it. But then they're upset because all they're using is stock images and quote cards. Well, they're not next to you. And mo- and 99% of people's social media behavior is selfish. 99% of people listening to this right now only care about selling a home, not actually educating somebody how to get a better home. Do you know why I'm one of the most followed people? Because I want to give away all my marketing advice for free and don't care if I get a penny for it, which then leads me to get pennies for it. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah, that's what I get so upset when I see an agent's profile and it's all just listed, just sold in escrow. It looks like a billboard on their Instagram profile. It back, irks back, back, to, back to like my analogy about, you know, health and wellness, because 99% of people when they do social media are trying to take steroids. Mm. Everybody's in short term, bro. Everybody wants to like, like, do you know that 95% of people listening here tried to do social media, but after one to four months, they gave up because they didn't see a sale from it. Mm-hmm. I mean, this is like so obvious. Like, it's so obvious. I tell my sister she's not going to sell a single home for two years. Okay, well, let's get on that point. You know, I follow your sister. Sure. I think she was yep. very vulnerable in saying that, hey, you know, this was my first year. It sucked. I even had yep. a listing. Yep. It expired. I lost yep. it. The holidays just yep. happened. You spent some more time with family. You went on a trip with her this year. I kind of have a little context. So in that time that yep. you spent with her, what are the talking points or advice that you're kind of having with her as she kind of gets her business up and revving? I said, look, you don't have to fake it till you make it. Everybody in real estate and sales, everyone's trying to posture, wearing a suit and this and that, like literally renting a limousine or a a Lamborghini. I mean, everybody's faking, bro. I was like, go tell the truth. Like, tell the truth of your journey. Document. Don't, you have nothing to say. All you have to say is the documentation of the journey of becoming a real estate agent. Then people start getting into you out of your authenticity and truth. And then in three years, you might be able to start actually getting the results of that. Now, if somebody listening here is 17 years in the business, what she or he can do is tell, put out content about things that they know are tried and true. Mistake, nobody's bringing, the reason I would dominate real estate is I would just give away the secret. I'd be like, "Lo, here's the things that you need to look out for. Here's where people get caught on taxes. Here's where people get caught on, on inspections. Here's what you need to think about when you're merchandising. Cinnamon cookies do this. Candles do that. 
$1,000 in renovation before you list your home on fixtures is better than on rugs. Mm-hmm. Staging is worth it 9% of the time. Like I would literally do what I'm doing with marketing and what I did with wine. Why have I been able to over-index in both things that I've done? I gave away all the truths, all the industry secrets. I opened up the kimono in the wine world. This isn't worth it. This is worth it. This is what you should pay for. Want to get better in wine? Try different things. Why am I dominating in marketing? I put out 86-page slides that people charge $5,000 for as an ebook, and I put it away for free. And daily, I put away content for free. And then I tell people, don't listen to me, watch me. So if I'm doing this, you do that. And that's why there's tens of thousands of people who've made a lot of money or found a lot of happiness on the back of my content. Dude, I'm so glad you went on that tangent because I feel like a lot of agents here, they do have that experience and we're in luxury markets across the nation. So by you saying, hey, like maybe it's not too much of the journey, maybe it's the secrets. But for those veteran agents, do you think they see it as a secret or it's just like, it's so ingrained that we don't care to share it because it's already information we know. We don't think it's valuable for anyone else because vet- that's what we live no, in. I think the be- no, I think the veterans that I know you know, and I know a lot of them are more interested in just selling off their reputation. And when they hear me talk, they're like, yeah, that's cool. But like, I'm the queen bee in Malibu. Everybody knows who I am. I don't need Gary's bull crap of like putting in Instagram. It doesn't matter. It's going to like, I don't want to put up social because I'm, I'm like high end or they just come up with excuses because they can still get away with it. But here's what they don't realize on the next downturn on the economic crisis, which is inevitable, mm-hmm. when the Phoenix rises, it's going to be all the 26-year-olds that built brand during this era, and then they won't be the queen bee anymore. They're going to be the has-been, but the problem is they're not ready to retire. So then how did Gary choose his realtor? Was it your sister? Was it just based off of someone you already knew? Was there even a vetting period? My, uh, my realtor for my properties ha- were predicated on my wife's dear family friend. So very cliche, uh, you know, that's how it happened. Now, how I picked my personal trainer, how I picked a financial advisor, how I picked, um, trying to think of something else, services, uh, interior decorator, how I've picked other service providers mm-hmm. has been completely predicated on content on the internet. So you're going through social media accounts and looking through things and finding what appeals to you and then reaching out to that individual. Yep. Amazing. I want to hit a few questions that um, an agent submitted. So a little ask Gary V right here. Uh, Stephanie St. Clair from Newport asks, granted, I I know you're not Nostradamus Gary, but what are the biggest trends that you see or predict in commercial real estate? Um, LinkedIn long form creative to build expertise or podcast to be the commercial real estate expert of a region. Uh, I, I, I couldn't get people more to believe, to understand that they have to become media personalities or entities, spit out all their expertise and then use that leverage to garnish business. You know, an article on LinkedIn is five seconds away from going viral. That's called, what seven things you need to look out for when you open your second location, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. And if you're the one that wrote it and I read it because I'm opening my second wine library because I live on LinkedIn and Facebook like everybody else does, whether you're eight or 88, and then I see that you're actually a commercial real estate person, I might just message you from LinkedIn and now that article led to me using you. This is happening every day, brother. This is happening in 
B2B software sales. This is happening in real estate. This is happening in politics. Like I just, I'm fascinated by people not willing to put in the work out of laziness or success. And the what people about- that are winning right now are in the middle, are in the middle, ironically. Mm-hmm. You're, you got the people to the left that are just lazy and they don't want to put in the work. They hear me, but they don't want to put in work. And then you have a group of people who are so successful right now, they don't think they're in trouble. Now, what about the physical business side of commercial real estate? You seeing mm-hmm. as in like brick and mortar shops, what trends there? Is it clothing stores? Is it workout places? Is it? Oh, um, I, I'll be honest. You'll appreciate this answer. I think all the real estate OGs will. I don't care, but physical locations will always be needed. Meaning I could care less if Radio Shack is the hot business of the day or Sears or, or electronic boutiques for video games or arcades or Orange Theory or Five Guys Burgers or Kmart or then Walmart or then like experiential. Like I think anybody who's lived in the world that has any business savvy knows over the last 50 years, many trends have evolved. Internet cafes, like the amount of baseball card stores used to be a thing. Like I'm agnostic to that. Meaning if it's slime stores or like bathing store, like there will always be new trends on the consumer side that will need physical locations. Have, if you want to use it as a strategy, there's plenty of data that shows you things that are popping. Um, that's not hard if it's your craft. Um, I think that people like retail will always be around and evolve. And I would stay close to entrepreneurs and Inc. 5000 lists and pay attention to who's popping. Mm-hmm. Um, Miami agent Amit Buddha asks, he's thinking about getting a full-time person like D-Rock on his team. What are things in the beginning that he could be putting out to get people interested? So what is that content to get people interested if he's investing in a full-time videographer? His day-to-day life, the end. Like, like that's what works. Reality TV works. Like people want to see what's happening in people's lives. If, you know, if you have nothing to say, you have the documentation of your day. And not faking your day, not feeling like, Hey, I got to go, you know, do the showing in a Maserati to get more views. Yeah. I mean, people are, dude, I love you for like setting that up. Like everybody's faking. Like I'd much rather see you do your listings in a Toyota that has like a bum tire because it's your truth. Like if you're faking the Maserati and the, t- and the $5,000 suit, what do you do when I run into you at the restaurant? Mm-hmm. I mean, I'm going to expect what I see on, the, on your vlogs. A hundred percent. It's why I'm winning. Everyone sees like high energy, good guy, like, like competitive, like, whoa. And then, then when they meet me, they're like, fuck, you're just like that. I'm like, yeah. Like, what do you think? I'm going to make myself vulnerable and fun. If my sister went out there and tried to fake it, she would have been exposed. Mm-hmm. People don't get it, man. People are just so hungry for short-term affirmation that they're willing to undermine their long-term success. Well, then that goes to, so Gabe Cole asks, how do I stand out in a highly competitive market because we're luxury? Is there a way because By we're not higher Gabe. price point? By being Gabe. I mean, like, I would, buy, I would buy my house from Gabe in a high net worth place if I saw it on Facebook just because he was actually a Jets fan like me. This is real life. Mm-hmm. You just have to document. People don't 
documenting doesn't come natural to everybody because everybody thinks what they do is boring. They don't realize it's unique. There you go. Um, Charles from Cambridge, Massachusetts. He has a three team, including him. So that's four. He's not looking to build a larger team, but he's looking to support and encourage the members of his team. What advice do you give to him? In other words, how does a team leader? I got help it. Team I got it. Mm -hmm. Easy. I got a good one on this. Take them out to dinner, lunch, or breakfast and ask them what they're motivated by. Whether it it's money, money, time, work-life balance, yep. uh, uh, affir uh, affirmation, coddling, complimenting, uh, mentoring, educating, uh, downtime, fun, uh, you know, everybody's, you know, uh, random surprises like ski trip or a racquetball, a new racquetball racket. Like there's so many ways to get people pumped. The problem is most people do it on their terms as a leader, not in the terms of the person you're trying to get pumped. You know, but what if I ask Karen, like, hey, what do you want? And she says, you know, I just want the ability to make my own schedule. I'm a mom. I want to do real estate when I want to yeah. do real estate. But then now when I get open houses, I'm gonna, I might not give Karen leads. I might not give her my open houses because I disclose that I want to spend time with my family. Then, 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 then you should fire Karen up front if you know that you're going to sabotage Karen for a work-life balance because that's not the reality of where your business is. Mm -hmm. I do that all the time. People say to me like, yo, I want to take more time with my family after crushing it the last four years. I said, yo, great. But you do know that Rick's going to pass you. Like we have a business to run here and that's okay. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? You just got to so, accept the reality like, of it. You'd yeah. be surprised how great employees are when you get really real with them. Mm -hmm. So agent 2021 is happening literally in a few days. Um, I mean, if someone wants, is listening to this and wants to book a last minute flight to Miami, I'm sure tickets are still for sale. Um, what are the themes that you're going to be preaching this year? How, what did you listen to last year and what was the feedback to make 2019 better than 18? I mean, the themes are just reverse engineering the audience, right? Like how do we bring more value tactically um, is really what I'm focused on, right? Like if you're not going to Agent 2021 and not realizing modern digital execution is what you're there for, now it's about the details. You know, more Q&A, more deeper expertise of tactician who executed in mortgage or real estate or things of that nature. So just more, more depth of detail. Mm -hmm. And if we can't attend for agents listening, Will most of the content be available? Will it be available to purchase? Will it be in podcast form? I think, great question. I think you'll probably be able to get 13% of the content for free through the serendipity of YouTube and podcasts and things of that nature. Mm -hmm. um, I want to be respectful with your time. Any, any final themes or things that you want to preach um, before I let you go? Yep. Yep. There is a wide open space in the real estate industry because everybody's short-term selfish. Figure out how to be long-term giving and watch your business grow in 2022. Amazing. Gary, thank you so much for thank your you time and hopefully we'll chat talk again soon. All right.